Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to hour number two of the Fantasy Football Rewind. If you listen on demand, the first hour we covered all the gambling information you need on fantasy football, NFL style, week 14. Matthew Stafford has practiced on Thursday. According to team reporter Tim Twentyman, Stafford did much more Thursday than he did at Wednesday's practice and spun the ball pretty well. All signs point to Matthew Stafford playing in this week's contest after injuring that hand against Baltimore. He's going to play against a shaky defense in Tampa. Good days ahead for Matty Stafford. Sterling Shepard returned to practice for the New York Football Giants. Eli Manning will be back at quarterback, and Sterling Shepard will be his target on Sunday. Joe McCushin, Joe Mixon, I call him Joe McCushin because he has a concussion issue, and he will be out Thursday. Mixon also set out Wednesday's practice, so got to see if he can get done and get out in that field so he'll be ready to go this weekend. And Alan Hearns missed practice again for the Jaguars. So, D.D. Westbrook could get an opportunity again to look good in that passing game. Greg Olson practiced on Thursday, leaving fantasy owners with a lot to consider, a lot to think over as they put together their lineups. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. You can check us out every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. You can always download the show off of iTunes, Stitcher, get the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. It's absolutely free. So go out there and grab it. Take a quick break. We'll come back with all the great information you need to be successful. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. 
Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning. And, and listen, we could all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day and they help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge in season package. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules, can stop the pain, and get you the best deal. We connect you with a team of former IRS agents and tax professionals who will get the IRS off your back. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Call Tax Solutions now. Time is running out. Call 800 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. 800-910-9962. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modell's and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. Now our man, Gary and Thorne. Is he getting it done? He's joined by Jeff Radcliffe of Pro Football Focus. I'm a big Jeff Radcliffe fan. He does a great job. So two of my favorite people, Jeff Radcliffe and Gary and Thorne, absolutely getting it done. RB rankings and projections. Welcome to this Thursday edition of The Rotation. We are hours away, technically speaking, from the start of the fantasy football playoffs. So, you got to get your ducks in order, specifically if those ducks play football, because you got to set your lineup 
for week 14 of the fantasy football season. So to help us break down the running back position, possibly the most complex of all the positions this week, we bring in the big guns from Pro Football Focus, Mr. Jeff Ratcliffe, who actually just yesterday was nominated by the FSTA as the fantasy analyst of the year. So the man knows what he's talking about. We're going to go through all the injury concerns at the running back position. Where does Gio Bernard slot? What happens if Adrian Peterson does take the field? Something he didn't do last week. What do you do with Peyton Barber and Doug Martin? Is it going to be a running back by committee if Martin ends up playing? All those questions will be answered when we talk to Jeff, which is right now. We are now joined to break down his own Week 14 standard running back rankings by currently a top 20 consensus ranker on Fantasy Pros and someone who was just nominated for multiple FSTA awards, including Best Analyst. So, you know Jeff Ratcliffe of Pro Football Focus knows what he's talking about. Jeff, how's it going, man? Fantastic. I can't believe how quickly the season went by. You know, it's like... You wait all off-season to get here, and then you blink and it's almost over. We're already in the fantasy playoffs, it's, but it's awesome. It's great times. Yeah, it's uh, incredible how quickly it's gone. But as you mentioned, this is the first week of fantasy playoffs, so either you're sitting back and relaxing and figuring out who you're going to play in Week 15, or you need these rankings to figure out who you're slotting in as your two running backs this week, possibly some flex consideration as well. And there's been no shortage of storylines at the running back position. A lot of injuries, key injuries impacting the rankings, particularly the RB2 to RB3 tiers of the rankings. But I did want to start inside your top 10 because many people, many fantasy analysts have finally kind of just thrown in the towel with Kareem Hunt and took him outside their top 10. His Fantasy Pro's consensus ranking hovering around 12 to 13, depending on what time of the day you're checking out these rankings. But you have him as your running back nine this week up against the Oakland Raiders. And on paper, at least by DVOA, Oakland is the worst defense in all of football. So it seems like the matchups there, even if their run defense specifically is much better than their pass defense, which... It's not hard to be better than Oakland's pass defense at this point, but the last three weeks, the Raiders have only actually allowed 3.4 yards per carry to their opponents. And over that same three-week period, the three weeks since Kansas City has come off the bye, Kareem Hunt's just been non-existent in this offense. Just 130 yards rushing, but has done very little in the receiving game as well. And Kansas City has the second highest pass ratio in the league over that three-week run. I mean, I know Andy Reid has come out and said, we have to give the ball to Kareem Hunt, but we haven't actually seen that come through, and Reid is no longer calling the plays in Kansas City. So there's just so much going on right now with the Chiefs. Do you feel like Hunt can bounce back at some point this season, specifically this week against Oakland? Well, yeah, and I I think the other thing we need to note as well is that Oakland's dealing with a different defensive coordinator, and they are doing things differently now uh, than they did under Ken Norton. You know, we've seen shadow coverage, for example, out of Sean Smith, which we didn't see at all this season before Norton was was fired. So it is a different defense they're facing. But the fact of the matter is pretty simple. Kareem Hunt is a rare feature back. He's a guy who is still seeing a ton of touches in terms of percentage. Because last week, you know, this is it was a bizarre game. They put up 31 points, but they barely had any offensive snaps. They ran the ball 11 times. You know, that that's nothing. 
but yet Kareem Hunt still had over 80% of those carries. So it's one of those regression to the mean issues where he's playing well below the mean at this point, and I think positive regression is in store. And wouldn't it be fitting if you missed the playoffs, you had Kareem Hunt, in September you thought you were golden, you missed the playoffs, and then Kareem Hunt goes off in week 14. Now, I don't think he does, but in the same right, I'm balancing ceiling and floor with this ranking, and I still do think he does deserve back-end RB1 consideration. And it's also about who you could possibly put ahead of Kareem Hunt at this point. A lot of people decided that for week 14, they'd rather have Kenyon Drake of the Miami Dolphins going up against the New England Patriots. And for all the talk of New England's defense improving, and it has across the last six, seven, eight weeks, their run defense is still pretty poor. Now that might be a tough thing to take advantage of because game script would tell us that the Patriots are much better than the Dolphins despite this game being at Hard Rock Stadium on Monday night. This might get out of hand and possibly, you know, it's not a run script for the Dolphins in a game where they could be down 21, 24, 27 points at any given time. But Drake, for all the concerns we had last week about could this guy who'd never handled a full load in the pros or even at Alabama, he was the focal point of this offense, and Pro Football Focus had him ranked as the best running back of Week 13. Was that a flash-in-the-pan type thing, or are we starting to really build some confidence in a guy like Kenyon Drake? Well, there's confidence in his home run hitting ability, and we've already seen that multiple times this season. We knew that even going back to Alabama. And by the way, it was the first time he had 20, 23 carries since high school, he said in an interview. So that's pretty remarkable alone right there. But uh, there is some confidence for sure. However, you know, in the same right, I, I, I am concerned about the game script. I, I, we have seen guys go out like Ty Montgomery last year. There was a, one week and I forget which week it was, but he set the world on fire. I mean, he forced double digit missed tackles. He went up over 100 yards. It was a fantastic game. He came crashing back to earth the next week. So for me, I, I know there's a lot of upside there, but I don't know if the carries are going to be there, especially. In, and we we have a recent uh, sample size in terms of the Patriots versus the Dolphins. Now, granted, Matt Moore was under center, but it was only two weeks ago, and the Patriots straight up dominated in the trenches in that game. So I don't know if the Dolphins can establish a run. I don't want to rely on big plays either to get my fantasy points. I want to rely on volume. So I think the volume could take a little bit of a hit. The nice thing, though, is Damian Williams doesn't look like he's going to be on the field. So that means there is going to be some passing down work for Kenyon Drake, which actually was his area expertise entering the NFL. So we could see a game, you know, in PPR where he does get you those extra points because he gets five, six, seven receptions. I just don't know if the work's going to be there on the ground. As you mentioned, though, it is a sort of something's got to give battle in the trenches because the Patriots 5.4 yards per carry across the last three weeks, but the Dolphins for the season, the second fewest adjusted line yards. So it's not as if their offensive line has gotten a ton of movement this year, uh, despite the plethora of first round picks they have spent on offensive linemen over the years. Uh, We move outside your top 20 now to the first really big narrative of week 14. Peyton Barber was crazy good last week. And I know about half an hour before game time, the Bucks came out and definitively said, Peyton Barber is our starting running back for week 13. And he became the first Buccaneer to surpass 100 yards rushing for the season. This has not been a great fantasy running team to mine points from, 
but it happened last week. And it wasn't just that he came out with good numbers. It was the volume that we talk about so often as being just the linchpin to fantasy success. He led all running backs in week 13 with 27 touches. So initially you had him ranked up against the Detroit Lions as your running back 22. But yesterday we find out that not only did Doug Martin participate in practice, he was a full participant in practice coming off that concussion that caused him to miss last week's game for the Buccaneers. I mean, Martin has struggled so far this season, but the Lions are a great matchup, especially especially recently against the run. Does he kind of just inherit Barber's rank here, or is this like a running back by committee split that just renders both these guys outside the top 30 at running back? Yeah, I mean, to be clear, Barber's initial ranking was based on an idea that potentially Doug Martin would miss. He would stay in the concussion protocol. Obviously, without that being the case, I, I don't know if I'm going to be that bullish on on Martin alone because, you know, the genie's out of the bottle with Barber. Now, the problem with Barber, too, I should say, is that he's a grinder and he needs 20-plus carries to really be effective. We saw what he can do. In that instance, that goes back to his college days. This is not a kid who's going to run a four-five even or anything like that. I, I I don't know what he ran, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if he told me it was four-eight. You know, that's that's the type of runner he is. Uh, and you know, with with Martin, this is a different situation than Green Bay. Last week, I told people, hey, if you're worried about Aaron Jones, they're not keeping his seat warm. Ty, uh, 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 Williams, uh, Jamal Williams passed him up with Ty Montgomery out. Jamal Williams is going to be the guy, and he was. But in Tampa Bay, we've seen numerous times where they do keep Doug Martin's seat warm. So he's going to be the lead back when he comes back in. We'll see the touches get sprinkled around. Uh, I I do expect Barber to continue to be active, though. uh, But I I wouldn't be able to use him. Now, in the same right, do you cut him loose? I mean, I guess you'd call him a handcuff at this point, so I wouldn't cut him loose. But I'm not that overly optimistic in Martin either. Even given what we saw Alex Collins do to this Lions defense last week, they give up a lot of rushing touchdowns, and that's something that's been consistent across the season. But it's just, you know, you go into the first week of the playoffs, you really want to put your trust in Doug Martin with what he's shown us throughout the course of the season. I don't I don't think I can do that. Survey says, no, I don't want to put my trust in Doug Martin. You'll listen to Gary Anthorne and Jeff Radcliffe of Pro Football Focus discuss a week four matches. We'll come back. We'll talk more running backs. So don't go anywhere, because if you do, you're going to miss something you need to be successful. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind Running Backs next. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes.
Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers. The soul of a true fan. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, The first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scotta. We're listening to Jeff Wrightcliffe, Gary, and Thorne breakdown running back rankings for week 14 of the fantasy football season. And back to the guys as they break it down and make sure you got what you need. Stats and research team here at the rotation tells me he ran a 4.640 at the combine. Wow. So uh, there you go. 4.60? <laughs> Exceeding expectations just a go. little bit. Uh, Frank Gore comes in just inside your RB2 ranks in a 12-man league as you're running back 24. He gets the Buffalo Bills. And as we continue to talk about great matchups on paper, Buffalo went out there last week against the Patriots and gave up another 191 yards rushing. Uh, They have been lost in rush defense since Marcel Darius was traded to Jacksonville. The thing with Frank Gore, though, is when you draft Frank Gore, you know what you're getting. You know you're getting someone who's got no ceiling whatsoever. It's a complete volume and floor play, and he has played out exactly to script for the entirety of 2017, Jeff. He has had between 40 to 65 rushing yards in 10 of his 12 games this season, and it's not as if those other two games are that big of outliers. Um, he's averaging 14 and a half carries for the year. He's averaging 16 carries his last five games. Like it's so set in stone with Frank Gore that you're never really excited to play him. You just kind of have to sometimes. You're just presented with a situation where you have to pencil him in. It's a great matchup, but are we at the point with Frank Gore where the matchups don't even matter? We just know that he's going to get you that like 55 yards and you got to hope for the touchdown? That's pretty much where I've been with him for the last couple seasons, honestly. And and he's, you know, I always talk about this in the preseason. Uh, I always say, yeah, Frank Gore is drafted or ranked as an RB two, but I'm not going to draft him. I'm going to draft a guy below him with a higher ceiling in my rankings. You know, I'm just going to pass over him, even though that's where he's ranked. And that's kind of how he falls this week. It's a plus matchup. There's no doubt about it. And I've, I actually did pick the Colts to win this game, which I know is against the grain. But if Nathan Peterman starts, we've seen what he can do already. And the Colts defense isn't particularly good, but they are an NFL caliber defense. And I don't think Peterman can stand up against an NFL caliber defense at this point in his career. So that could be a game script where Indy comes in and if they get out to a lead, what are they going to do? I mean, they'll lean on the run. They have one of the greatest running backs from a consistency standpoint in NFL history and an upside guy in Marlon Mack. So, I think you you know you could be safe if you needed those safe points. You're a favorite this week. You have Frank Gore. It's not super sexy, but you just want to get those points and match your opponent. You can play him. I mean, RB two, sure. I, I could not see any scenario where he's a top five running back this week. But then again, I couldn't see a scenario where he's below the you know top fifty either. So you know that's kind of where I am with him. I, I do think the game script, though, like I said, is ultimately going to favor him. As you talk about, though, the complete antithesis of what Frank Gore could do in Week 14 is found one spot directly below him in your rankings. We have Gio Bernard, who has really been the talk of the fantasy community so far in Week 14. And this is one of those interesting situations where, you know, the real-life ranking versus the DFS sort of angle of things it might be getting people a little too excited about Gio Bernard. Like right now, it seems like Joe Mixon on the short week, considering he didn't practice on Wednesday, 
is going to miss this game with a concussion. He's going to miss Cincinnati's game against Chicago with a concussion. But Chicago's defense is yet to allow a 100-yard rusher this season. We haven't seen Gio Bernard take a full share of the work in a very long time. I mean, did, did amount for 96 yards in that Monday night game against Pittsburgh. We know he's going to be involved in the passing game. There are factors to like here, but it's not as if Cincinnati's offensive line has been great this season run blocking. And it's also not as if Gio Bernard, again, is in the best spot this week. So how do you kind of gauge the excitement level of him being like a minimum priced guy on DFS and people wanting to translate that into their season long leagues? Because there's guys on fantasy pros right now, like he's, he's highest ranked at sixth this week. I mean, that seems crazy, right? Yeah, that's a little high. And, and I, I think a name to remember here, and, and this is random, but I swear there's a connection is Fozzie Whitaker. You know, we, we saw a couple instances where Jonathan Stewart went down, Fozzie Whitaker came in, and he put up big numbers. And then the next week, everybody picks him up, everybody ranks him high, and we get Cameron Artis Payne. You know, we could see Brian Hill. There is a very real chance we could see Brian Hill, who is a hard runner, a big body kid who can handle the early down work from Wyoming last year. So that's a very real possibility. I mean, he was initially on the Falcons this year. Uh, they cut him loose. I think he actually was practice squatted. But regardless, he could be out there if Mixon doesn't play and he could get early down work. I don't think it's safe to assume at all that Giovanni Bernard dominates the touches and early downs. He, he could see his role be relatively similar to what it normally is, uh, you know, at least in the Jeremy Hill era. So that's, that's kind of why the logic of that ranking. Now, for DFS purposes, especially in a PPR scoring format, a full-point PPR, then, yeah, you have that, that role as a passing down back, which is not something Brian Hill is going to do. Um, I, I'm just a little reluctant to just you know, look at what a guy did filling in in a game when a player was concussed or injured as opposed to what he's going to do as a starter when that's clearly not his role in the offense. Uh, moving down, still inside your top 30, we find both Tennessee Titan running backs just one spot removed from each other. DeMarco Murray comes in at number 26, and then Derrick Henry comes in at number 28. They go to Arizona this week to face a defense that has been pretty good against the run, at least by DVOA. They are top five against the run, so the matchup's not fantastic. And it, we've really just gotten to the point where these two almost cancel each other out. They both had 11 carries last week. Now, Derrick Henry made a lot of the headlines because he ripped off that very gambling angle narrative touchdown towards the end of the game and really stuffed the stat sheet. But, you know, for all the people out there who look at that run and go, oh, man, Derrick Henry had to have just earned himself a bigger role of this offense. I mean, just look at what DeMarco Murray does, his involvement in the passing game and specifically the pass blocking. I mean, on Pro Football Focus, he is the best pass blocking running back in the league. Like, you can't just definitively say that Derrick Henry is going to steal this job from him because there's still so many things that Murray does well, right? Like, this is just one of those situations that sucks for fantasy, but it's not going to change anytime soon. Yeah, it's where we have a lot of fantasy scouts out there, wishful thinking, oh, this guy has to be the guy, and look at the stats, etc. But when the head coach comes out and says, we're going to continue to use a committee, you're going to believe what the head coach said. And, and it's not – Mike Malarkey's not a guy who's going to be coy. He He's a straight shooter. He's telling you how it is. And they haven't deviated from that plan all season. And that's the second time we saw Derrick Henry do that, by the way, this season at the very end of the game. So, for me, it's, it's not an issue – 
where I'm going to look at Derrick Henry's stats and say, oh, well, I got to fire him up regardless because we uh, look through the stat sheet. There are some weeks where he's he's really posted some duds because the work isn't there. So uh, that continues. I can't really trust either of these guys. Uh, we, we, you know, we've seen big games out of both of them throughout the course of the year. But if I can get away with it, I don't want to play either of them this week. Uh, sticking with committees or possibly dissolved committees, C.J. Anderson seems like he's the guy again in Denver. Now, whether or not that actually translates to any sort of fantasy relevance is another question, one I will ask you in a second. But did have 15 carries against the Dolphins last week, had his highest percentage of snaps in a game for Denver since all the way back in week seven. It seems like once again, Devontae Booker was given an opportunity to kind of be the lead back and didn't really relinquish that chance, or relish that chance, excuse me. I mean, Denver is kind of like the nightmare game script right now for fantasy running backs. Over the last eight games they've played, the opposing offense, while having the ball, has been leading on 80.8% of their snaps. Like, are we at the point where C.J. Anderson could be on the field 100% of the time and it just really wouldn't matter that much considering Denver's never in the red zone and they're also always trailing? Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Uh, Anderson hasn't been particularly effective when given the opportunity. I mean, yes, last week, if somehow, some way you started him, I guess you're going to be happy with the results. But, uh, you know, part of this, too, is how much of this is Bill Musgrave, by the way. D- did he actually have anything to do with Devontae Booker playing as much as he was before the, the fact? Because Devontae Booker was outtouched by Jamal Charles uh, last week, and that was the first time that happened in a while. Uh, I can't use any Denver Bronco right now with confidence, and I think a big part of that goes right back to the quarterback position. I mean, we've come full circle to Trevor Simeon, and Trevor Simeon has been so ineffective. And, you know, you think about it from the other side of things. The team defense position, Denver has given up double-digit fantasy points to each of their last eight opponents. That's that's unbelievable. Over that span, they're giving up over three sacks a game and almost three turnovers. It's 2.6 turnovers a game. How can you, how can you be effective on the ground with that? I just don't see it. Uh, and by the way, the Jets are road favorites in Denver. So <laughs> not a positive game script there for C.J. Anderson. Yeah, it's a crazy sentence to say, but uh, definitely warranted at this point. So let's round things out with a couple guys sitting outside your top 30. But Mike Davis has been someone much discussed since that Sunday night performance against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Really just proved himself to be in volume at the very least, the definitive running back for Seattle right now. Now, being the number one guy for the Seahawks has meant very little in a fantasy perspective, the entirety of the season. Russell Wilson still seems like he might even be the the goal linebacker in a Cam Newton-esque type way. But Mike Davis, at the very least, played 73% of the snaps against the Eagles, 45 to McKissick's 9. Like, it wasn't even close. But the matchup's not great this week. They have to go into Jacksonville to play a Jags defense that has been much better against the run since they got the aforementioned Marcel Darius. So this ranking of running back 33... Is that saying more about the matchup than what we learned last week? Like, if Mike Davis comes out and has another 20-touch game and then goes into Week 15, a much better matchup against the Rams, is he a guy who all of a sudden becomes like a fringy top 20 running back? He does. He does, yeah. You know, and I'm impressed with Mike Davis. 
one of the things that we've seen with uh, Seattle running backs, when given the opportunity this year, they get hurt. So it, that happened to him as well earlier a couple weeks ago. But he, he did come through that well. You said nine snaps for McKissick. How about three snaps for Rawls, three snaps for Lacey? So it is it is not even close at this point. The problem, as you mentioned, though, this is not the most ideal situation for the first week of the fantasy playoffs to have to go and play that Jags defense. So Mike Davis, for me, is a guy who I wanted, I absolutely wanted to prioritize and pick up this week. But if I can get away with not playing him, I'm probably going to be happy about that, uh, just given what could potentially play out in that really tough matchup. Uh, two spots below Davis, we find Kerwin Williams and... Williams did have a nice game last week against the Los Angeles Rams, proving that pretty much anyone can have a good game as a running back against the Los Angeles Rams, which bodes well for Mike Davis next week if he can stay healthy. 16 carries for 97 yards, was not involved in the passing game, was pretty much a clean split between him and Ellington in that regard. We don't really have to talk too much about Kerwin Williams. I mean, the ranking pretty much says it all in terms of your confidence level or excitement in having to roster this guy and play this guy in a playoff matchup, but... I did want to know if Adrian Peterson is cleared from that neck injury, didn't practice yesterday, does he slot inside the top 30? Like, how high are you willing to go with Peterson if he's active? Yeah, he would He would move inside the top 30. He'd be in a borderline RB2 range, essentially, because we've seen they will give him volume. He still is Adrian Peterson. He's not Adrian Peterson from six years ago, obviously, but... He's still Adrian Peterson, and he's shown that there are certain times where he can be effective this season. It's The Titans' defense is a little bit underrated, so I, I don't know if that, if that bodes that particularly positively for him. Uh, and, and honestly, I'm not sure he does get back on the field. So if I was a Peterson owner, I would already be making other plans because you don't want to be stuck holding the bag, especially when it is something like a neck injury that, that seems very up in the air. Um, and, and I'm not going to use Kerwin Williams if I can get away with it because, like you, you had mentioned, he's not getting any of the passing down work. And that, you know, that extra volume, I mean, this could very well be a game where if he, if they don't get out to a lead, what does he get? A dozen carries instead of 16 or nine carries? You know, it, that's, that's where my concern comes into play. And I really want to play. I want to lean on the volume plays during the fantasy playoffs. Uh, once again, that is Jeff Radcliffe of Pro Football Focus. Yeah, Jeff Radcliffe, good call there. Got to get the volume to be successful in the postseason. Got to take a quick break. Be back with more Fantasy Football Rewind. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 
800-244-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley, I got Sammy Reed, I got Gary Davenport. I got championships and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the tenth straight time. You know why? Because once you go black book. You never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers. The soul of a true fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, the Fantasy Football Rewind. You guys can check us out every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern, as we come out and we give you the information that you need to be the man. And you get to be the guy that's going to put it over the top. The guy that's going to rock it out with his sock out. But, you know, one of the things that's alarming to me, and if you guys follow college football, is like these coaches, they just change places and they don't give a crap 
about it. And it was good to see a Florida State guy that's going to uh, jump out and jump out and say, hey, you know what? They, uh, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. The coaches don't coach in the bowl game. I'm not playing. I'm going to pros. I don't need to play. Forget the pride of the school. My coaches don't have pride in the school. The athletics don't have pride in school. Huh. That's it. Here is Gabe Morrency talking about just this. Research for all 41 bowl games. And as de- degenerate as it is, and it's not really degenerate-ish, it's kind of pathetic, to be honest with you, but I'll probably see all 41 bowl games in their entirety. And I'm a busy man, but it's part of the process. That's part of me being busy that, you know, but there might be one or two that I'll be like, you know what, I can't, I can't do this. I, I can't do this. There's some pretty bad bowl games on the board uh, this year, guys. Pretty bad bowl games, some pretty cool ones, but the, the, the good bowls are sort of later. But uh, nevertheless, so we're going to need a lot of time to do our research on all these crappy bowl games, even more so trying to do research to figure out who's going to be coaching uh, where. There's a lot of things that upset me about college football. This is, this is at the top of the freaking list. It's freaking ridiculous, man, that these coaches are able to leave and punk their teams out um, right before a, a bowl game like this. And you know what? Jimbo Fisher, being the class act that he is, old Jimbo, you know, I can't believe a guy named Jimbo acted like shady. Old Jimbo, Jimbo couldn't even wait for the season to be over. He couldn't even wait for the last damn regular season game when he bolted. How is that accepted? And then, you know, the mainstream, uh, you know, F-tards will talk about what a great guy Jimbo was. And, oh, there was a difficult situation. It was a difficult situation because he screwed them over. That, that's the only thing difficult about it. I mean, how difficult was it? It was difficult for the kids that got screwed over and lost their coach the day before the game. I'm not so sure how difficult it was for Jimbo Fisher. You know, Willie Taggart. Willie Taggart leaves Oregon after one year, man. He left after one year. You know, Willie Taggart's now been officially the head coach of three different schools in one calendar year. Pretty impressive, Willie. So you, you were the South Florida coach a year ago. Then you were the Oregon coach. And then now you're the Florida State coach. That's three programs in the span of 365 days for Willie Taggart. And, of course, Willie Taggart then is going to preach loyalty to all the kids, right? These college football coaches are scumbags. And it's freaking comical, man. It's comical. Okay. That they will preach loyalty. And, you know, I used to think, I used, it used to upset me when some of the college kids didn't want to play in a bowl game. And they're like, you know what, we're not going to play in a bowl game. We're getting ready for the NFL Combine. Why would they play in a bowl game now? Other than for their other teammates. Yet their other teammates, if they were good enough to go into the NFL, they would be as well. You know, it's, it's something has to be done about this, but it won't be. Uh, because you have a bunch of dudes making a lot of money, all right? The university system as a whole in the United States of America is a scam. Throw college football out. It's a hustle. It's a scam, all right? They, they're they teaching kids absolutely nothing. They're sending out millions of kids with the same useless 
piece of paper, graduate degrees. How's it working out? You know what? The dude that served you your drink is a graduate, probably. How's, how, how'd that work out for you, dude? Hey, I'll take some uh, hot sauce with the wings there, boss. You know? Oh, I went to. Yeah, good for you. You know what? Good for you. How, how's that working out for you? You know what? You got a bunch of crooked college deans, professors, um, you know, the whole student debt and the college loan system. It's a freaking scam. All right? College is a scam. And the biggest scam of it all is these college football coaches pretending that they give a crap about these kids. All right? And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. It's too bad there's not an option for these football players, but there's not a hope in hell. All right? There's not a hope in hell that I would play college basketball in the NCAA if I was good enough to get paid and play in Europe before I went to the NBA. Why would I pimp myself out for free for Duke? Why? Why? What do you get out of this? The entire structure and system is a freaking screw job. And you know what? It's college athletics, right? But, you know, I've been around a long time, and I've, I've learned right now that the college athletics is about a lot of things. It's about TV deals. It's about big-time uh, television contracts. It's about coaches uh, getting free, uh, free uh, you know, tuition for their kids and free cars and free houses, and it's for them to preach loyalty and character to everyone else when they don't have any. You notice one thing, though. College sports is about everything except uh, except one thing, the kids. Game Time Decisions on the Fantasy Sports Network continues. Gabe, nailing it right there. The scam that is college sports. Gabe Morency. The man is myth. He's a legend. You can check it out at Red Heat and Rage, noon to 1 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'll tell you right now, it'll change your life. Don't you want to change your life? I mean, some of us have good lives. Some of us have good women. And we don't necessarily stick to one. Because we like change. Change is good. So sometimes, even though we like our woman, we like change. We also like steak, but we don't eat steak every night. So that gets us to the woman that we always sometimes have to have. Multiplicity. It's not that we don't like her. We love her. Here are the guys talking about should you play Joe and Howard in the playoffs? I mentioned before uh, why Jordan Howard could be an issue going forward. Kyle Long hit the IR. And if you remember back um, in weeks one and two, and even three, everyone's like, oh, we hate Jordan Howard. Oh, Jordan Howard sucks. A lot, and I kept saying, listen, Kyle Long is your best offensive lineman. He's coming back. He lasted 16 snaps this past week in San Francisco, who had allowed quite a few yards, certainly, uh, to running backs. Without Kyle Long, the best offensive lineman on the Bears in the lineup, Jordan Howard's going to be an issue. I know people are playing Jordan Howard this week. I know you guys aren't exactly Jordan Howard guys by any nope. means. But you could be in the playoffs with him. Yeah, That's the thing. Without his top offensive lineman, that's an issue. Yeah, it, 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 it is an issue because you, you see the kind of performances, the kind of numbers that he put up uh, last week. I was trying to say, to be honest with you, I can see you benching him. 
You can't really. Yeah, I can see you. See, it's hard for me. Maybe I'm biased to it because I don't own the dude nowhere. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. So I'm like, yeah, put him on the bench because he's never been in my lineup. But if he's been in your lineup, you probably look at it a little bit differently. I'm just thinking, who are your other options? I can. Who would you rather play, Mike Davis or, or Jordan Howard? Jordan Howard. I'd rather play Jordan Howard over Mike Davis this week. But, I mean, we keep saying how Kareem Hunt was killing uh, fantasy owners down the stretch. I mean, Jordan Howard, he did have an 18.5 in week 11, but last four games in a PPR, 5.4, 18.5, 3.9, and 4.3. He did have the 18, though. That's one week. Yeah, yeah, I, three, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, three terrible weeks. I feel, Matt, 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 Matt loved Kareem, huh? You're, like, you're not going to talk about No, no, no. I'm just saying I keep hearing everybody saying about Kareem Hunt. Jordan Howard, who most of the draft season went well ahead of Kareem Hunt. True. Jordan Howard ranked number twenty-four this week in the All Kids rankings. Here, you you wanted some you wanted somebody that could be ahead of him who I started ahead of him. What if I picked the Giovanni Bernard? I would, especially in the PPR if Joe Mixon don't go. Mixon in the protocol, right? You Mixon is in the protocol. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I'm I might stay with Howard here. Let's stay with Howard. I might stay with I I I just think especially. You know, the Bengals played a rough game on Monday night. They lost some key players on that defense. So, I'll roll the dice with Howard here. Roto Experts, difference opinion. Matt Modica going with Howard. And uh, Corey Parsons says, hey, man. Fantasy exec is Gio Bonani Bernard. Be back with more fantasy football rewind. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity and distribution so if you've written a novel children's book cookbook inspirational work poetry or a biography and want to get it published then you need to call page publishing and do it immediately call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit again for your free author submission kit call 800-955-3793 that's 800-955-3793 your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call call page publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern.
Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drink song Greg. Drink song Greg. Drink song Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sicotti. You can check us out every Monday through Friday on the East Coast starting at 1 a.m. ending at 3 a.m. And then, of course, if you can't stay up that late, you can always get us on the FNTSY app. Or just go ahead. Go to iTunes, Google Play. Hit the subscribe button. Get it delivered to your phone, your device, whatever you're using while you're in the bathroom. And make sure you get a little fantasy football. Rewind. Tony Sincata, good luck. Week 14's out of the way. See you Friday night. We'll finish it off. Does your...